welcome back to Tina Buddy Podcast. I am Erica. And I am Dominic. <laughs> and uh, today's podcast is coming to you a little bit later than we, tr- we, normal- later than we normally try to get these out a little bit earlier, but um, Dominic and I have both been sick, so. Yeah, and we still are recovering, so yes. that's why, well, my voice sounds a bit weird. Yeah, I was going to say, in, in honor of uh, the 25th anniversary of Friends, we've both got Phoebe Sexy Phlegm going. <laughs> Thank you, my babies. <laughs> Um, but anyway, today's episode is all about canals in Britain. Yes. Yeah. Canals. <laughs> we um we kind of touched on the topic in a previous podcast. How a co- to get around Britain. A couple of podcasts yeah. ago, yeah, when we were talking about different ways of traveling around Britain. And um and we mentioned that we were going to do a separate podcast just on canals because um, the canal system in Britain is really interesting. And Dominic and I, especially since we've been sick the last few days, we've really been getting into canals. Like we're watching this um, YouTube channel this called YouTube Vlogger. Yeah, a, a vlog, a canal boat vlog. Um, called Cruising the Cut. Cruising the Cut, yeah. David Johns, a former broadcast journalist for ITV. Uh, He gave up his job and sold his house and went to live on a narrowboat. And and now he's cruising the cut, (laughs) which is cruising the canals. Yeah, and so he vlogs... Of England and Wales. He he just vlogs his life um, living on this narrowboat. And the narrowboats are what the, the type of boat... That is made specifically for canals, I think. I mean, they're they're very narrow in width, and they're super, super long, and you drive them from the back of the boat, don't you? Well, you steer them, yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Usually usually it is. Sometimes I think modern ones will have like a wheelhouse in the, be- in the, the middle of it, but usually they're steered by a tiller at the back. Yeah. And they go, you know, forwards and backwards, and that's about really it. And they're very long, these narrow boats, anyway. Sometimes you can have a cabin cruiser, which is uh, kind of like a smaller version of a yacht. And it only has, like, a bedroom and maybe a kitchenette in it. Yeah. And you can drive them like a boat, you know. But people live on these narrow boats. I mean, they have they have bathrooms. They have a little bedroom. They have, a, like, a little living area and they a kitchen. They have a stove and a cool fight. They're, 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 they're like tiny houses, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're just getting super into that. Before we start talking about canals specifically, though, I mean, we, we may mention a bit more about the narrow boats, but we just want to do a little disclaimer here that Dominic and I are not experts on this subject what? whatsoever. We're totally experts on canals. We Neither of us have We've ever been... in the cut for centuries. <laughs> neither of us have, have ever been on a narrow boat or... And, and I've never even seen the canals in person that I can think of. What? Never seen the canals? I don't think so. Maybe um, in Liverpool? There's there's canals dotted around. Maybe, yeah. I Maybe mean, when I was in Liverpool, I possibly saw a canal. I don't, I don't I've remember, seen though. So canals I'm... as a kid and narrowboats and stuff, you know. There's actually um, one of the more famous ones, actually, as a kid, was a show called Rosie and Jim, and the presenter, John Cunliffe, owned a narrowboat, and that was the whole thing. He would cruise up and down the canal on narrowboat, and he'd write stories. 
and he'd like to he he'd like to pretend that his two rag dolls Rosie and Jim came to life, but they really did. You know, when he was off the boat, and they'd get into all sorts of adventures <laughs> oh, and right. stuff. So sort of like Raggedy Ann or something. Yeah, like that's that. the sort of thing. Yeah, and that 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 for me was like fascinating. You know. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, that's the most famous iteration I think of a canal boat or a narrow boat in. British. It's funny that you mentioned that because I, I think you've shown me that before on YouTube or something, maybe. Rosie and Jim, yeah, it was a, it was a, it's a kid show, you know, childhood show from the nineties. So, yeah. Um, but I was just thinking earlier that uh, Dominic and I like this show called Detectorists. I don't know how many of our listeners have ever seen it, but it's it's a very specific hobby based show around surrounding these two guys who happen to love metal detecting and they've got their own metal detecting club uh the two main characters are played by toby jones and Mackenzie crook uh toby jones you might know from the marvel films i think he plays a bad guy in them and he's been in other things he's been in a load of stuff Mackenzie crook from the office and pirates of the caribbean yeah he was the guy that was missing who, who was always losing his eyeball in pirates of the caribbean Mackenzie crook actually wrote the show i think um detectorists mm. so and you know he starred in it and it was on the bbc i think it's available on acorn tv okay yeah so. yeah 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 we just saw that um when so if you we, haven't seen it, go watch it. It's very, very British, very... Super British. <laughs> you know, very kind of like, that's what people do in Britain. That's You know people like that if you're from England. And, but I, but yeah. I was just thinking that it would be really great to see, to see a similar type show, but surrounding no. boaters. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean... So, so David Johns, if you're listening... We know you can write because we've heard your scripts that you uh, read out narrating the scenes in your vlogs. Get on it. Yeah. <laughs> a drama or a sitcom. Like a dramedy, let's say. Yeah. A dramedy. Yeah, it would Concerning be Concerning the narrowboat community and right, the canals. All, right, all the stops. The high seas of the canals of <laughs> England and Wales. I think it would be so British and so brilliant. You know, like all the stops that you have along the along the way. The, navigating those locks. Navigating the those locks. Those gongoozlers, which we'll come to <laughs> later on. Stopping at the pub, stopping, you know, to do your wash or to, to empty your toilet, to fill your water, all of that kind of stuff. It would make, it would be a great show. It would be a great show. Maybe we should write it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've got to have, have some David experience, I think. We'll, we'll have to watch some more of, um, we'll have to watch some more Cruising the Cut episodes before we have enough enough material to base a show on but yeah. well, you heard it here first anyway yes yes so if you see a show out there you know if a show appears suddenly you heard it here first um okay so let's get on this before we run out of time we're just we're waffling we're, we're rambling just, yeah we're just doing canal time at the moment <laughs> um so give us a little bit of history especially for our american listeners what are the canals even? well canals <laughs> basically are man-made waterways which and they can vary in depth, but in usually in Britain they're usually only about five feet in depth, so they're not that deep. Right. I mean, you could fall in unless you're if you're six foot, you'd be okay. You know, right, <laughs> it's like right, if you're right, five right. foot, you might have to swim a bit. Because but, I, um, because I think in America when we hear canals, we automatically think of Venice. Oh, Venice. Yeah, yeah. Venice is. This, oh, yes. If someone's a lot of there's a lot of canals, it's like the Venice of whatever. You know. Right. 
Um, but the canals in Britain are much more narrow than the canals in than most of the canals yes. in Venice, I think. Yes, I think so. Yeah, and um, a lot of them. Usually, what they are, uh, the Romans built them. Funnily enough, so the Romans knew what they were doing. They were from Italy, you know. Right. Um, and it was u- largely used for like irrigation or and to link rivers mm. to each other. So you know, you might have the yeah for traveling, you know. Right. And so you know, they had they had them in Britain since then, but they only really started to be like popular during the Industrial Revolution, and that's right. when the modern canal network in Britain is now known because of that. You know, mm-hmm. they built the the Grand Union and. All that kind of stuff, right? Which is like London to Birmingham, Birmingham to Manchester. You know, all those kind of things. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say if, if for for our American listeners, and this is gonna be me referencing Peaky Blinders again because I'm obsessed. Yeah, obviously, I mean, those two <laughs> series of Peaky Blinders they they, they feature the, the canal quite a bit in Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you've seen Peaky Blinders, you know the type of canals that we're that we're talking about here. Although there are a lot of, they're, they're mostly rural canals though. They're I mean, mostly rural and they were a cheap, well, in those days anyway, a, an economic way to transport goods um, to like the big cities, like, right. you know, from, you know, like big industrial centers like Birmingham would be able to get their stuff down to London quite easily. Because they didn't really have, they didn't really have highways, did they? Not back really, then? no. And, you know, horse, drawn carriages it was like you know it was it was quicker it, it was it was quicker yeah. in those days you know mm-hmm. if you think about it it would have been a lot easier on the horse too than yeah because yeah, back in those days there was no like steam-powered engines to well to um drive the the barge boats or the narrow boats and everything so they have to have um horses on the towpath and so the horse would be pulling it along mm-hmm. and it'd have to go through the locks and everything. And, you know, the old bridges are still there with the lock, with the, like, swing bridges with, like, the gap in the middle for where the, the tow rope could go through for the horse mm-hmm. and everything. And it was just, they were just pulled in along with a guy at the tiller. Yeah. Uh, just steering it. Right, right. And I don't know how fast they would have been going. May have been going, like, three miles an hour and they still do that now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that. No horses run it anymore. There's still the towpaths, but no animals are harmed. <laughs> while um, it's all engines and motorized now with like diesel engines and stuff like that. No need for workhorses. <laughs> and it's all pleasure cruising now. Yeah, I mean it. Um, it, it dates to it dates back to Roman Britain. So, and and it grew rapidly from then on. Mm-hmm. So like parts of North England and there's canals in Scotland but they're not really you know accessible from the ones canals in England and Wales yeah yeah and um as you said you the canals connect to the rivers so connect to the river and you can go on the river in a canal boat mm-hmm. like a narrow boat right but really you only see cabin cruises on the on the rivers mm-hmm. you have to get a river license I think I'm not too sure about that from the Canal and River Trust to go on a river because it's much deeper and it's you know there's a lot there's a bit of a tide right so it's a little bit shaky on a flat bottomed narrow boat right um but yeah the canals after road haulage came along they they were pretty much gone and by the mid 1960s 
they were all either abandoned, disused, or closed by British Waterways, which was the government-owned, because they were nationalized in the 40s. Mm-hmm. And um, then it was just up to people who were, like, in the 60s, it, it, it grew to, like, a um, pleasure-cruising right. type thing, you know? Mm-hmm. It was like everybody was, like, on their, like, holiday holiday on a canal boat you know it's kind of a fun idea just go up and down and so the volunteers were the ones who started like restoring the canals and all that and by the 1990s i think that's all they were doing then you know there was i don't think there's any i don't know if there's any commercial use on the canals this day maybe there is maybe there's still some goods being brought down by canal maybe on the bigger ones maybe on the grand union perhaps but it's really not relied on like it was in the industrial revolution you know well they have they have little boats um that sell things don't they so you could consider them to be commercial i suppose yeah you could you could consider them to be commercial i suppose but not like um they're not like hauling stuff you know you'll you'll pull up against a a narrow boat that sells ice creams or hot dogs or sausage rolls or supplies for your boat even yeah Yeah. so that's 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 a godsend to boaters i'm I'm sure did you say hot dogs hot dogs yeah whatever you know like is anybody really selling hot dogs from a narrow boat in the canals in britain maybe they are they might be selling (laughs) hamburgers too you never know that's and fish and chips Fish and chips. They're doing fish and chips. Not from the fish in the canal, though. (laughs) Sure, because I don't think you can actually eat the fish in the canal. Though, are they the canal? No, they're only about five feet deep at the the most. Um, You can jump in without fear of drowning, unless you're a small child. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, the 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 best thing about the canals is their engineering because. There's a system, how you know, a canal is like man-made, so how does it get uphill, you know, or how does it get downhill right, right. without, you know, like mm-hmm. being a water slide or something for the boats? <laughs> right. So there's this system called a lock, which is L-O-C-K, not L-O-C-H, like Loch Ness. <laughs> right. Um, it's a device used for raising and lowering boats between stretches of water of different levels, on, and they're on the river too. And it's this this fixed chamber where the lock is filled with water from upstream or it's drained downstream. You go in, right? The, the gates are open, the boat enters the lock, mm-hmm. and then the lock is filled with water or drained with water, depending on which way you're going. Filled with water if you're going upstream or drained if you're going downstream. Right. And if you're filled with water. And you have to kind of... It's kind of a complex thing if you're doing it solo like uh, cruising the cut does Mm -hmm. it's kind of annoying especially if you've got a series of them you've got to moor up you've got to get up and you've got to get out you've got to open the gate you've got to do open the paddles and do everything and open the front gate open the front gate get back on the boat so it's handy with a crew and and a crew could just be one other person really because going up and down the towpath um, setting the locks your way and opening the gates and everything so you don't have to get off. Right. Um, and usually there's, there's gongoozlers around. Which are... What in the world is a gongoozler? <laughs> well, a gongoozler, Erica, 
is someone who likes to look at people on the canal. So like a t- basically like a train spotter or a plane spotter. Basically, but I don't th- I think gongoozlers aren't that fastidious of like, you know, writing down exactly which narrowboat came through, you know, and yeah. how many narrowboats they've seen or how many GRP boats they've seen or CRT boats or whatever. They just like to watch it for like um, relaxation or something probably. Yeah, I mean, you know, and sometimes, you know, as 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 he says in Cruising the Cut when he's doing the locks and you've got gongoozlers there, they might kind of heckle you or something, you know, they might <laughs> you know, just put you off your stride. Yeah. Because it's kind of, it's, 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 it's a complex procedure. You have to like really get the wind last and do it and, you know, open the gate and you might do something wrong or you might bang the boat in, in the thing and they'll be like, oh, you bang the boat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you know, it just, you're self-conscious about it, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it's kind of like it's it's an it's an odd kind of pastime, I suppose, to be a gongoozler because they don't actively participate. They don't actively go on the boats. Yeah. They just like to look. Right. And I think it's like a Lincolnshire term. It's you know, um, gone and goose or something. You know, some kind of like Lincolnshire dialect or something <laughs> came from gongoozling. You know. Whatever gongoozling is. Just, oh, that just... old that old Lincolnshire term, gongoozling. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I just kind of like um, briefly read up on it. Um, as we said, we are not experts. <laughs> if you're listening and you already know things about the canals and you can hear that we're getting everything wrong, feel free to let us know because I mean, this is just something we've become interested in we would really enjoy i think going We're back to britain of selling our house and getting a narrowboat <laughs> and just cruising england on the narrowboats i think it, i think it would be really interesting um to do they have they have hotel boats and they have boats oh, you yeah. can rent out yourself hire and do boat companies they're quite expensive apparently yeah, there was something like a thousand pounds a week or something for a for a yeah. higher boat, which is. But I mean, really I guess. Expensive. But I guess if you're thinking, it's your accommodation. You know, if you if you went and stayed in a hotel, you could get a hotel for like a hundred dollars a night. If you're staying there for seven nights, that's seven hundred dollars. So it's not, you know, plus you're having um, your travel is included. Your travel is included, and, and your you diesel, have, and you have facilities for. making meals you know so i mean i guess it's not so much it seems a lot (laughs) to us because you know we're broke so (laughs) kind of broke you know but um yeah i mean usually like a a canal boat trip like maybe up one of the canals if you're going quite like say you're doing uh the grand union from london to birmingham you're going to moor up every so often in some you know some place you know usually the the moorings are only like i think the crt moorings are usually like 48 hours okay maybe we should go really basic for people who don't even know what mooring means it's tying up your ship on the bank right and for like how long you're gonna stay there and you can just and usually you'd stay somewhere where you've got enough supplies you can get to a water point or you can get to an electric point or something usually people you moor up in a marina for that kind of thing mm-hmm. but some sometimes you can just moor up on the bank outside of a town or in the middle of nowhere as you say and it's like a 14 day mooring mm-hmm. before the CRT moving it doesn't it doesn't cost no yeah um some some moorings are 48 hours only by the 
the Canal and River Trust. Mm-hmm. Um, charitable trust. And some charge... Some char- I mean, there's night, some charge overnight, some charge a tenner or fiver for a night. And, you know, there's, like, pub moorings, which, you know, you have to buy a drink if you moor there, you know? Spend a certain amount of money there, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, that's... Uh, that's you know that's um because so, sometimes you can't moor some places you know sometimes it'll just be like there'll be nothing to hold on to you know right. the boat and yeah that's because you think about it it's like let's say you're going London to Liverpool on the train or driving or whatever usually, it's about it's about yeah, four usually hours the, right uh, the, the canals follow like the train lines because the train was built the train lines were built close to the canals or sort of following that path through the thing you know so sometimes you know you'll get like you're, you're mooring up near a train train line you know and it's the railway line and you can hear the trains going past it like right. waking you up every so often you know right. so 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 driving or on the train or whatever you it would take you london to liverpool let's say four hours, four hours. right I'm not, around there it would probably take you going give like or a, give or take but on a canal, you're going literally three miles per hour. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's. I mean, you can. That's, there's a speed limit, and I think it's about four miles. Yeah. An hour, and usually canal boats do two to three. Right. It's it's a very slow pace of life. Right. It's perfect for people who want to sit back, take it easy, enjoy the scenery, and just do things at their own pace. Because these know. boats, they don't even leave a wake. No, they don't, you know. They shouldn't anyway, you know, unless you've got some sort of crazy engine on them that you you can power through. So so London to Liverpool on the canals would probably take a couple of days at least? Couple of days, depending on how long you were going to stop somewhere. Because you're out... Oh, another thing we didn't mention is on these canal boats, you're, you're... I say driving, you say steering. Yeah, well, steering. Steering. You're, <laughs> you're driving. Piloting them. <laughs> the boat from outside. You're standing outside at the back end of the boat. You're just standing there the whole time. So you you ideally want to have decent weather. Um, if it starts raining or something like that, if it's not too cold, you might be willing to stand outside in the rain if you have a rain jacket or someone to stand next to you with an umbrella oh, yes. or something. I mean, you could even have like a, a cover. You could even like get a cover for yourself, I guess. But really, and you know, people aren't going to do that yeah. generally. People like to cover the front end of the, the bow of their boat and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Where they can, where the the crew sits and watches as you're going along, yeah, and you know they can tell you because I mean those things are long. You can't see. You have to kind of like you know when you're taking a bend and stuff, you have to kind of blow the horn to see if someone else is coming. And yeah, there's a lot of traffic and sometimes. And the and, back of the boat sits a little bit deeper in the water than the front of the boat. I a little, a, a little bit, so yes. You've got the. You've got the I don't know if this is correct terminology, but you've got the nose of the boat. The bow. The yeah. bow, okay. <laughs> up, up, raised up a bit when yeah. you're... I mean, that's true with pretty much any boat, actually. They're flat-bottomed as well, so if the... You know, and you can get stuck in a shallow area and have yeah. to be able to push off. Yeah. Because um, sometimes the canals are, can be like two feet deep. Yeah. Or there's like a shoaly bank or a 
or a sill or whatever, you know, as you're going to moor up and you could yeah. get stuck on that and you have to push off. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's very pleasurable and nice for people who like to take it easy, you know, who just want a gentle pace of life, going through the countryside, listening to the birds, watching the wildlife, watching the little ducks with their ducklings, yeah. the swans with their swanlings, and <laughs> right. goose with their goslings, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I think it would be, to me, it looks like it would be fun to do the locks and everything at first, and then you'd you'd become a bit irritated, like, oh, God, not, your, a, not another own, lock. On your own, definitely, yes. I think if you were doing it solo, like yeah. Cat does, it would probably become very irritating after a while, and just, like, I'm tired, I just want to move more up. But, you know, you can more, like, say, like, the staircase locks, I'm sure, are kind of annoying if you're doing them on your own, but usually you'll have someone, you know, on the canal, like a lock keeper, you usually get a lock keeper who are volunteers, by the way. They don't get paid. They just want to do it out of their own initiative, you know. Yeah. And you don't tip which is a, Which is a bit foreign to us Americans. <laughs> I mean, it's just kind of like people who volunteer to look after a National Trust home. I don't think they get paid. I think they just get paid. Uh, they just get the room and board or whatever there. Yeah. They might get paid. I'm not actually sure about that. But there's people who volunteer to do if stuff. They're going to give a tour. I would assume they're getting paid. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. But the volunteer lockies, as they call them, they're not getting paid. You know, yeah. they're just doing it of their own, um, out of the goodness of their hearts. <laughs> um, one of the more interesting things. I think about the canals is that well, besides the lock systems, because the lock system is just it's just completely um, ingenious the way they've figured well, it's, it's, out it's how very, to get you up and down these I, I mean, British aqueducts, hillsides. Aqueducts as well. Oh, you that's know. what I was going to say. The, the next, the next craziest thing is to is the fact that you can be basically up in the air, you know, there's... Going over a main road or, yeah. you know, just because... And that's mainly for the passage of water to get to somewhere else, yeah. you know. They're, they're taking water from a reservoir or wherever, another river, and just transporting it over a, a hill right. or over a recess to, you know, another place. And, of course, that's a canal now, you know, because right. they... They use all that, you know, but the locks, you know, they are ingenious, you know. Yeah, the, the aqueduct, um, if you watch footage of these canals of people going across the aqueducts, they, it basically reminds me of like the log ride at a water park. <laughs> you know, it looks like, okay, you're going on, you're going to, 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 to along and then all of a sudden you're just going to ah, drop. You're big drop, yeah. yeah, but it doesn't, you just come to another lock and you, yeah, you, just, you just get just in. Gently Gently, you're like a, like staircase. Right. Sometimes, you know, if it's like a massive mountain or a hill or something or a very big elevation, you can, you'll have a staircase lock. Right. Which will be one lock after the other or sometimes, you know, whatever. So you'll just be going up like stairs, you know, mm -hmm. very gently. Or sometimes they have boat lifts as well. Oh, yeah. Which are, which... It's like an elevator. <laughs> it's like a big tub elevator, you know, filled with water and just lowers you down or takes you back up, you know. Yeah. Um, Cra you crazy British people. It's actually crazy. I think it was the Romans who invented it. So <laughs> Crazy Romans. So what have the Romans done for us, eh? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, th that, that's that's how it is. I mean, over here in Texas, I mean, 
they could cut canals, but yeah. oh, maybe not. I don't know. I think they'd probably dry. They, I feel like they'd dry up in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to constantly be running to them and running water to them. I mean, yeah, and um, I mean, yeah, that's that's true. I mean, it's it's how you know. It's a lot of people who ask how how does the canal keep being refilled, but I think it's rivers and reservoirs. They build reservoirs just for the canals. Sometimes you know, rain. You know, everything, we get a lot of rain in Britain, so it's just kind of like that kind of thing. I think, yeah, I mean, if if the water levels are getting too low, I'm sure they just open up a lock and just let water in from another area. Yeah, or but... open up a dam or whatever, yeah. Yeah, that's what they'll do. I mean, I'm no expert on it, but I'm sure someone will um, inform us. <laughs> um, but I think that's about it. I mean... Was it? Uh, is it yeah, not? yeah, uh, that's uh, about uh, it. Uh, that, 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 no, that is that. That's pretty much it. I think. I mean, you know, if you have any questions, yeah. don't ask us don't because ask we don't know. <laughs> or if you have any questions about what we talked about, or if this interests you, you know, you should you should check out Cruising the Cuts vlogs. Yeah, and there's other ones on there too. I mean, he's uh, but he's the only one we've seen. But yeah, he's 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 very but, informative, but we, and but we we like it. <laughs> yeah, we love it. Yeah, and we definitely... And we definitely do want to cruise the cut, you know. We've yeah. been thinking about doing that. That's a nice little thing to do if we ever go back to England. I've always thought about it, too. It's always been kind of in the back of my mind, anyway. Yeah, well, we watched some program on the BBC years ago about it. I can't remember what it was, but that was the first time I had ever seen anything about it. And, and it it's interested me ever since then. Um, we've only just recently become more interested yeah. but but yeah it's it definitely seems like a very cool way if you're very laid back now if you're su if you're like an adrenaline junkie this you is probably not fast? no you don't <laughs> yeah. want to go on the canal this is, this is not the life for you okay it's not the life no. <laughs> but if you're laid back if you like peaceful living you know easy quiet countryside for me i think you know Going through the cities and stuff would be interesting too to me. Um, going into Birmingham and you're seeing them from a different perspective. Peaky, peaky blinders, you know. Yes. I mean, that's one of the things you 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 go into these towns and you know you can sympathize with like David of cruising the cut and all that. That you know, like oh, there's towns usually mean bored kids, so there's a lot of vandalism. And you know, other boaters are like, oh, don't go to Nuneaton because yeah. you know. There's, there's so many youths there that you know mess with you smash in the night your smash your boat up graffiti whatever you know yeah. so what usually they like to do is more outside of the town and then come back in that way or whatever you know but yeah you can moor anywhere and usually there's like a supermarket or you know a pub usually the pubs are the most important thing on a <laughs> on the canal network you know if you you know the swan is usually what well, they're called the grocery, grocery stores too <laughs> I would assume uh, you would want to no, I think pubs are just fine, fine. <laughs> pubs are more important than grocery stores. We can do without them. You know? <laughs> I wonder if there's police boats who, um, you know, pull you over for well, drive, drive, driving your CRT canal boat the drunk. The, <laughs> the CRT are the police of the canals, I think. Canal and River Trust. I wonder what, what kind of trouble you get into if you've had one too many at the pub and you steering your canal boat you know like well, going going about two or three miles an hour you're not going to do too much damage i don't think but you know you can you might uh, get a few angry swans who are just like you're drunk go home more up um can you kayak 
and canoe down yes, the canal yes. crossing. Yeah, you can do that, I'm yeah. sure. I don't know if you need a special license or anything like that, but yeah, you can do that. You can't you can't take a speedboat or anything on it, but you know, right. you can um kayak and canoe. Yeah. Canoe or kayak, whichever one <laughs> want to do. And row. I think there's rowing you can rowing. do. But mo- mainly they they stick to the rivers, I think. Yeah. Because it's more of like a a current. Well, I think um, think. we've relaxed ourselves so much that we're going to we're going to end it here. We're already late, so we need to wrap this up and get it out to you all Um, really quickly, though, before we end. I do want to say that we're going to have a giveaway coming up in. I think, it's a giveaway. <laughs> I think next week we're going to try to get it ready to next week, start yes. it up next week. We'll we'll run it for about a month. I'm thinking about a month. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've been stopping at all the little British sections at all the grocery stores and import stores around here. We've even driven up to Dallas, um, and we've made a little collection of things that we think. British expats and or Anglophiles or love. whoever might want. Um, and, and even if you're not, we'll make you one. <laughs> and we'll have we'll have information about that coming out next week, I think. So just be looking out for that. Look out for it. Yeah, it's going to be a good giveaway with lots of goodies. Uh, and be sure you're following us on all the social medias. All the so social medias. Can, T-Buddy. Yeah. So that you can get um, notified when that does happen so you can enter to win it um also check out our patreon page and coffee like us share us follow us do all the things do all the things (laughs) and we'll talk to you next time cheerio (laughs) bye